Hey, this is Joe Bakmotsky. I'm the creator of Simplify Cancer. Right now, I want to talk to you about emotional strength and resilience as you head through cancer treatment and beyond. Because where does it come from? And what is emotional resilience anyway? Well, I've heard it described as your ability to deal with life's challenges. Well, as both you and me know, there's a lot of challenges as you head through cancer treatment, right? There's a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot of really difficult moments, moments that you kind of don't know what to do with it because you really need so much of your strength and energy to deal with uncertainty, to deal with pain, to deal with everything that just comes your way. So you really need a lot of that energy to keep going. But where does it come from? You know, we always talk about finding strength to get you through the tough times. But where do you find it? You certainly won't find it like in the middle of a street, right? It has to come from somewhere. And I believe that that somewhere it has, is from other people. It has to come from other people in your life. People who care about you. People who want to be there for you and support you in a way that is really meaningful for you. In a way that really helps you to get through this, right? Because I know that sometimes, I mean, you, you, you don't really want to talk about stuff, right? Because it's too heavy and you don't want to put people off or get them even more worried and you don't want to look like you can handle it. But I got to ask you, my friend, if you're not going to get the support from people in your life right now, then when? Because now is the tough time and we don't really think about cancer in the right way. Well, let me explain you what I mean. I'll give you an example, right? So let's say you're flying in a plane, right? You're, you're in your seat, you're comfortable, you're strapped in, maybe you're reading a magazine to pass the time and all of a sudden the plane starts shaking, right? Um, everyone starts to freak out, right? There's all these announcements, there's emergency lights go on, you know, there's people putting on these uh, oxygen masks and everyone's really going crazy and freaking out because the plane starts to dive. Somehow you, you put on your, your life vest and all of a sudden, boom, you, you, you hit something and it all turns into a blur. And then somehow you, you, you scramble out of the plane and now you're in the water. Now you're, you're, you're floating, you're floating in those waves. And let, let me ask you, so at this point, would it be okay to ask for help? Well, that's, that's ridiculous, right? That's, it's so obviously, I mean, yeah, of course, right? I mean, this, this, your, your life is on the line. Of course, you need all the support and, and, and all the help that you can get right now to get through this. It's, it's so incredibly obvious, like, why am I asking this? But the reality is that that's not how we look at things when we go through cancer, right? Even though those two situations are actually quite similar. Like, obviously, cancer doesn't have the immediacy, right, of a plane crash. But when you think about it, 
Your life is in danger. You have no idea what's going on. There's all these challenges. You don't know what, how to deal with them. There's so many things that are coming your way. And you really need all the help and all the support that you can get from people in your life. So I think that is really the key thing to do. First and foremost, is to really accept that you cannot and should not do this alone, right? You should never go through this alone or keep things to yourself, right? I mean, maybe you can do it alone, but I think the reality is it's just going to be so much more difficult, so much more painful, right? So you should not do this alone. You got to share what's going on for you things that are bothering you, things that are making you gonna explode inside, share it with the people in your life. And you can do that without any drama, without any big revelations or tears or any of that other nonsense we see in the media. Just being able to be honest and direct about what's going on for you, right? I mean, I remember when I started treatment when I was going through cancer and people would ask me, how am I going? I used to say, yeah, I'm fine, you know, not too bad. When the reality is I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't anywhere near okay, right? So after a while I realized, well, who am I kidding? Right? The reality is it's tough. And so when, you know, a friend would ask me, you know, How's it going? I would actually start saying things that would be really going on for me. I would say things like, you know what? Actually, I've got this test next week that's going to tell whether the cancer has gone or not. And you know what? I'm really freaking out because I, I don't know what to expect. I don't know how things are going to turn out. And it might just kind of change my life in a really big way. And... To be honest, I, I, I can't really stop thinking about it because it's, it's always there at the, the back of my mind, you know? And I think that made things so much easier for me. It was just such a relief to be just real, just to be able to have a real conversation. And I've noticed that it makes things easier for other people because there's no awkward moments, right? And all of a sudden, you're just having a, a real conversations about things that are meaningful for you right now. Because the reality is, I think people truly care for you, your friends, your family, your co-workers. But a lot of the time, they don't want to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing to kind of make you feel worse. So I think sometimes it's up to us to, you know, guide them, you know, and lead the conversation. And even in terms of, practical help, just being able to tell people what you need so that this support from them becomes integrated into your life. It becomes an integral part of your life as you go through treatment, right? So if, if I had the chance to do it, um, you know, all over again, <laughs> God forbid, <laughs> hope that doesn't happen. So I would, I would just, if, if I could go back in my time machine, I would just send out a simple email to my family and friends and I would just say something along the lines of, hi, as you know, I'm going through testicular cancer, I've had an operation, but now 
it's spread to my lymph nodes and I need to go through chemotherapy. Here are the dates when I'm going to be in the hospital. And, you know, chances are that for the next nine weeks, things are going to be pretty crazy. So I would appreciate your help with any of the following. Babysitting, uh, doing groceries once a week, uh, driving me to and from the hospital. If you feel like helping out with any of that, just hit reply and let me know. I really appreciate it. I mean, it can be that simple. And the people who truly care about you, they're going to be grateful. They're really going to appreciate it because you've just made it easy for them to support you. You've, you've given them an opportunity to step up and be there for you in a way that is really going to make a difference to your life. Because they can cherry pick whatever is, you know, is going to be easier for them. And they know that this is going to be something that's going to help you as well, help you in a big way, right? And, you know, it's also about realizing that sometimes there might be people in your life, you know, who are not going to be able to step up for, you know, for any number of reasons. Sometimes people have issues about death or dying or diseases. And sometimes like you having cancer kind of brings it up for them and gets in the way of being there for you, right? Or maybe you've grown distant, but that can happen as well. And maybe just because it happened over a long period of time, you haven't really noticed it. And sometimes it takes things like cancer to really bring it to light so that you can really see it for what it is right now. And, you know, and that can be really painful. That can be tough. But at the same time, it's about acknowledging that, seeing food for what it is, and just being able to move on, move on with your life and be around people who stayed. So you can focus on being with them, being with people who really stepped up for you in a big and meaningful way. I really believe that that's what it comes down to, my friend. It comes down to accepting that you should not do this alone. You can, that you can make cancer just a part of a normal conversation when you feel like it. I mean, obviously, you don't have to talk about cancer all the time, but when you feel like it, just to be able to have a real conversation without any drama, without any tears, just being able to say what's on your mind and to make it easier for yourself and just for, for your friends, for your family, for everyone, so they know exactly what's going on. And also to make sure that it's integrated, the support from your friends, from your family, from your co-workers, from people you know, that it's integrated into your life. Just been, been able to be upfront about what sort of practical help they can give you. You know, giving them a list of things that they can, you know, volunteer for. And, and the people who truly care for you are going to be grateful because you've just made it easy for them to support you on your terms and be there for you in a way that's really meaningful for you. And also realizing, I guess, that, like I said, that some people, for whatever reasons, might not be able to step up, you know, for things that get in the way and get in them from, well, prevent them from being there for you. And 
that's okay too. And being able to move on with your life and focus on people who are there for you. People who are going to be truly there for you all the way to support you through what you're going through right now. This is what's going to give you strength to deal with treatment. This is what's going to give you you know, this energy to deal with the tough times when things get tough and we know they do, right? This is what gets your resilience going. This is what dials that up so that you can get through cancer in the best possible way and have the life you want despite cancer. I hope it's been helpful for you, my friend. Let me know what you think. My name is Joe and shoot me an email. My email is joe at simplifycancer.com. That's J-O-E at simplifycancer.com. Hey, this is Joe Bakmutsky, and thanks so much for listening. Listen, I just want to take a moment to really thank you for your time, because I know that it's precious, but also I want to congratulate you. I really want to congratulate you on listening to this podcast, because as we both know, cancer is incredibly hard to deal with, and you don't want to go it alone. And you want all the support and all the advice that you can get to, to stay on top of it, to stay on top of your worries during cancer. So I, I want to tell you about the tools that I have available on my website on simplifycancer.com that can really help you. So all of these tools are available under the tools menu on simplifycancer.com. So tool number one, that's the first visit oncologist checklist. So if the word oncologist bothers you, like I, I know it really freaked me out. If you are worried about your first appointment, as, as again, as we all are, then this can really help you with some key questions that you want to ask. The key thing, of course, is having a list like this means that you won't forget something important, which is easy enough to do when, when you've got a million things going through your head. Plus, it's a handy PDF, so it's easy to print and write down all the answers so you don't forget. So then there is the outcome map. Like This is a really simple but really powerful tool that I have developed to help you deal with worries about something specific, something that's bothering you right now. So maybe you're waiting for your test results and your mind's off running in a million different directions. Or maybe you've got an ache or pain and you don't know what it is. Like, is it cancer? Is that a side effect from treatment? Or maybe is that something else altogether? So it will kind of help you to put it all together so you can you can get a bird's eye view and decide how to best deal with it. Number three is mastering your emotions during cancer. Now, this is a walk through all the stages that you go through as a patient and as a caregiver through anger and through guilt and fear and how you can address your needs, your emotional needs on every level during cancer. Like it came about after many discussions that I had with my friend and my colleague, her name is Jill, her husband had prostate cancer, so uh, so he, she has this kind of caregiver's perspective. And we both like talked about how there are so many times um, when you go through cancer, when you kind of just feel alone and you're struggling, you're on this roller coaster of emotions, and it's kind of full on and it's hard to deal with. So there, there's an audio version that comes along with it, and there's a link to download the MP3 if that's what you want, or you can just listen to it online and you know and just uh, listen along with the PDF. 
So another one is testicular cancer support kit. This has a one-page summary of what the testicular cancer journey looks like that you can check out for yourself or share with your family or friends. Like it's got a helicopter view of all the symptoms and treatments and who's involved and what happens when. And it's really great one kind of page view of like what happens during testicular cancer. Plus, the kit also includes like ready-to-go email templates for your family, friends, and your workmates. So you can kind of share what's what's happened. Maybe you want to break the news on cancer and you don't want to think about and wreck your brain on what to write. So you can just copy and paste. You can tweak it a little bit so to suit your personality and you're good to go. And I've also done the same thing for prostate cancer. So check out the prostate cancer support kit. Again, it's showing all the treatment options and stages on one page. So you can walk someone through it like someone from your family or a friend. And they know what to expect and how it all happens. And of course, when you sign up for any of my tools, and we just talked about, you'll also get an email from me when, when there's a new episode that's kind of relevant to you right now and other news from the world of Simplified Cancer. And listen, I'm, I'm going to keep on asking you about how I'm doing here. I mean, are you getting what, you, what you're looking for? Was there something in particular that, that really made sense to you? Or is there a question that you want to ask? Or maybe there's, there's just something that you, you want to get off your chest, like, please, I need to know. Just reply to any of my emails or send me an email right now. My email is joe at simplifycancer.com. So that's J-O-E at simplifycancer.com. And send me an email whenever you've got anything on your mind. So again, I want to thank you for listening. Till next time. 